Hello everyone and welcome to episode 13, aka season 2, episode 3 of Not Quite Cinema. We have so many movies and shows that grab our eyes, turn off our brains to talk about. We have a lot. And so many that are coming up. Yeah. But we had a little sneak peek. We were able to see a little sneak peek of everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> uh, we saw it last night until oh, yeah. 3 in the morning. But we're going to get into our reviews of several other films preparing for a lot of upcoming releases. So Jeremy, start us off, please. I'm tired. <laughs> that was really late. Like, ben, was like and I, ben and I probably got Was that like, like an ex- existential crisis? Like, I'm tired or like, uh, late night? Just a mention. It's a late night. You know? I'm so tired. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, we got Moon Knight. We didn't really discuss episode one last week. So no. we got one and two. Yeah. Uh, we got Fantastic Beasts one and two. Uh, full disclosure, I fell asleep during <laughs> Fantastic Beasts two, so... Ben just gonna sum that up real quick for us. <laughs> uh, Sonic the Hedgehog one and two, we saw those this week. Um, uh, we of course got to see everything everywhere, all at once. Um, I'm really excited to talk about. Like we're we're gonna get there, but I'm really excited to talk about that movie. And we both got a Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga and played a little bit this week, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that too. Really, really so excited. What are we starting on? What are we starting on? Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Uh, go on. Somehow they didn't make a reference or like five other references to the outside MCU Absolutely. within these ep- episodes, and I'm so proud of them for that. They are heading in the right direction. Yeah, that is a very, very, very good thing. If they start making uh Disney Plus shows like Netflix did Marvel shows, where it's just like you put a newspaper in the background and then it says Battle of New York, but no one ever mentions it, yeah. right? And you just focus on the story. You get a street level story. Jeremy, you were talking about wanting a street level story, and I think we're getting it right yeah. here. It's it's more focused on character or like characters within Mark uh, very and true. Steven, right? <laughs> yeah. So I love where it's going. I love where it's headed, and I love how it started off. Uh, like certainly. it was brutal. It was like emotional at, at parts where and not as quippy as the MCU has been been uh, come to be known as oh yeah seriously i my favorite quality of this show so far has definitely been just how good it looks all the way through episode one and two just done so well i love how they make use of reflections literally every real reflective mm-hmm. surface i'm i'm looking for mark i'm I'm looking for mark or steven because mm-hmm. I, I feel like they're in there somewhere but i really like the personas that we have i love the way that Konshu, the um moon god like communicates with them a lot i i really enjoy this show so far none of the characters feel out of place or underdeveloped like and i i love where this episode episode two kind of leaves us off at like we get our intro in episode one and that was really phenomenal and then we kind of continue our story we're delving into mark specter's past because we're discovering oh i'm not just losing my grip on reality like uh, this is real. Um, and then we end up in Egypt. So I'm really excited to see where we go from here, especially. Mm-hmm. For our viewers out there, I want you to notice, if you were to watch this show and turn on episode one and two after you uh, watch this podcast, getting ready for episode three, uh-huh. there are references like, like I said, like the Netflix shows did with, with background Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting Dr. Doom pretty soon. What about you? Oh yeah, no, I saw that in the first episode. He, I don't, I don't think we get a name for the place. No, but I mean, it looks exactly like it wh- does. What is it called? What is it called in the comics? Like the country? Yeah. Ah oh, shit, I don't remember. La- Latvia, I think. Latvia is a real country. It's not a real country that Doctor Doom. Is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all Latvians. <laughs> oh wait, Latavia. That's Latavia. 
I don't know. It's I think it starts with an L, and I know there's a V in there. But we do see like while he's in that truck that he hijacks in the first episode, Latveria, Latveria, uh, and we see a a box back there that has like a quick little like it's not just Von Doom on there, but Von Doom's in there. So mm-hmm. yeah, I do kind of think they're like teasing him a little bit, like next big baddie of the MCU. Yeah, man. I'd love to see. A I don't think Doom. the MCU is gonna be. Mo- pure multiverse from now on i think we're getting a multiverse stretch in yeah. like whatever phase they're in because we they did all that with dr strange and spider-man and uh morbius and so i mean th- that's the <laughs> thing though is like i feel like we're in a lot of different places where i don't really need these stories to really connect anymore no like i can no, have i can have like moon knight a supernatural storyline i can mm-hmm. have captain america uh, an avenger storyline i can have that's like, why the first Avengers was so good. Yeah. It wasn't like, it, it wasn't exactly set up. No. You know? Not really. As, as much as like all these films that Marvel's releasing now are setting up. Yeah. Like you have the Incredible Hulk where he has his story, right? And after credit scene, Iron Man's there. Yeah. You have Iron Man who has his story. Yeah. Right? And then you have like, okay, after credit, a, scene, after credit scene, Nick Fury's there. And then what, what was the other one? Oh, Captain America mm-hmm. has his story after credit scene. After right? credit scene, Nick now, Fury's there. <laughs> now it's like they got too comfy with like after credit scenes. Yeah. And just being like, guys, we're setting up the next movie. And then they're like, what if we like put a little something else where we can reference an upcoming movie? Yeah. Right. Yeah. In, in like the middle of the movie. And then you're like, oh, God. Everything just became like trying to set up and set up and set up. Yeah. If they just do. If they just do what they did originally, yeah. their, their formula, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And if we know anything, Marvel is formula. Yeah. Take out so many. Just, you don't need that many references. I got to say, it's kind of broke. Yeah. It's a little broke. Okay, maybe. <laughs> okay, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, if they, I totally agree. If they go back to kind of this setup that they had during that first phase one, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Like I just finishing this MCU rewatch, that was probably still my favorite like building moment yeah were were those first few movies because i didn't get a whole lot of interconnectedness immediately uh-huh. but the avengers brought it together in a really satisfying way but getting back to moon knight oscar isaac is phenomenal in this Super show good. he's so good it, even uh, anyone Ethan else Hawk, think jeremy looks like oscar isaac here i appreciate that i'm not that handsome but I, I would love to dress up as moon knight for the finale of this that would i would love Let to do see. that line me up yeah yeah you're oscar isaac dude <laughs> You look exactly like him. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to feel confident today. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I, I really enjoyed this. I can't wait to see where else we go. And especially in uh, episode two, before we moved on, I really want to mention, I loved the Mr. Knight persona oh, so much. Dude, the Brits are mad about it. Do you see the comments on TikTok? I, I think comic book fans They're are like, really mad about it. That's not what Wagwan means. Uh, <laughs> that's did, not what it means. I did have to look up what Wagwan <laughs> Let me t- let me tell you what Wagwan means. It yeah. means nothing, and you're just supposed to go off his reaction. Ah, right. Okay. Who cares? Sorry, Brits. <laughs> no one cares about your oh, slang. I was gonna say that I I know I thought you were referencing. I know that comic book fans are a little upset about Mr. Oh, Mr. his persona. Knight. Yeah, because I mean, in the comics, apparently he's kind of like detectivey, very serious. serious. And yeah. In this, he's not. He's very goofy and <laughs> like funny. But I like it. it. It matched Steven's energy when he was like, oh, you know, I have to be the hero in this. I'm not yeah. going to give it up to Mark so he can do it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really liked I really liked that moment. And the action's really good so far. I, oh, I'm, I'm kind of so an, good. I'm kind of annoyed that we haven't gotten like an action sequence. Really? Yeah. It's been like a couple moments. But again, they got a budget, in, man. We're in Egypt. Like we're, we're Yo, about how to, smart is that of them? Wild. Hold that budget for something bigger. Yeah. 
uh, during that like first episode car chase scene where it's like, fuck, we can't show everything. Yeah, just have them black out. Don't show it. <laughs> and and they're like, good idea, cost effective and cost a great storytelling device. Great storyteller. <laughs> it was. It, it's just. You just see him, you're like, oh my god, he has a gun pointed at his head. He's gonna have to fight a group of ten guys. And, and you're you like, hear him go oh, like, oh. It like works on both levels as saving money and also telling the story. Yeah, it's very good. Very I, good to tell. I like it a lot. Do you, yeah. do you have anything else you want to add no, for him? No, that's, that's it for me. Moon Knight, solid show. Yeah, really good. Solid show. Really hope it doesn't it. fall off a cliff. Seriously. Like some of these Disney Plus shows do. Shout out WandaVision. All right, we can move on to Fantastic Beasts. We got Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore. They're coming out. They're coming out. That's coming out this week on the 15th. Uh, so we rewatched the previous two. And I got to say. Uh, In I, no I, way does this podcast align with the views of J.K. Rowling. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. That didn't need to be iterated. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think like for me, I did fall asleep during that second one. But Oh, most definitely. It, there's a huge drop off from Fantastic Beasts one to two. We're right, let's start with the first drop. Let's start with the first. Yeah, one. Let's start I, okay. With the first we'll one. start with first one. Go ahead. All right, the first one. I was saying this, but it scratches that Harry Potter itch because if you consider where, like, this movie came out in relativity to like all the Harry Potter films, mm -hmm. it came out like three years, two, three years. When did after? Deathly Hallows come out? Like 2011. Um. Then it, five years after five years this came out in twenty sixteen. So, so there is that itch for Harry po Potter content, you yeah. know. And whoever owns Harry Potter fumbled the bag because you could have been making like spinoff show after spinoff show, just saying, <laughs> and people would have been watching it. That's true, but I'm I'm glad they waited. Yeah, because I mean it, it built the need for the yeah. itch. So here it is. This is what really gets that Harry Potter itch. You have references to Dumbledore. The, I mean, the magic is just like so nice yeah it's like so pretty against that background of like the 1920s it is it's like whoever thought of that great idea seriously it and you have like all these characters that we know in the future kind of mm -hmm. with like uh there's that dumbledore i think dumbledore's in the dumbledore second one. dumbledore's mentioned yeah in the first one like really quickly which was one of the things i appreciated about mm -hmm. it like they didn't need to immediately tie it to the universe yeah. they just let the they just let the world be what it is <laughs> and yeah you're right it's it's scratched the harry potter itch because this is fantastic world building oh like, yeah the world is built already but mm -hmm. oh my god I, I i feel like i didn't skip a beat like, yeah this is exactly the same universe like, it's the same universe just like 80 years earlier yeah and and it's it's beautiful the the magic that they use the animals like the cgi like it's the really, animals are so are so well designed it's so creative it's unique isn't They're it so it's nice so unique i love it it really and newt's character especially our our newt scamander our, our mm -hmm. like main character uh it's eddie Eddie Redmayne plays yeah. him. Uh, it's is so good. I I really liked him, his character, and how he was acted, and all of the cast really kind of lands so well for me. Mm -hmm. Love him, Love especially him so the, the little Muggle. What's his name? Ah, shit, I don't remember. I can't remember his name. <laughs> the Nomad. The Nomad. Yeah, the Nomad. <laughs> super funny. Super yeah. good. Great comic relief. Oh yeah, Marvel would love that. Yeah, definitely. But uh, but this movie excels uh, in places that the second movie just is horrid. There are so many characters in the second one, mm -hmm. and for some reason, everyone is related to everyone. You know, Solid. it's like, oh, it's like, oh, actually, you're his brother. Actually, you're his half brother. Actually, you're actually two brothers, <laughs> and you're his sister, right? And I'm like, I was, I was kind of struggling to keep up at one yeah. point where I'm like, 
wait, who are you? Like, w- like what is happening right now? And then Grindelwald like doesn't have a tongue. And why stuff. are you significant? <laughs> like, I'm like, why are there just nine people? Why does like, why does the credence have to be related to Dumbledore? Like, what what is the point of all this? Yeah, you know. I guess quick shout out to uh, Credence's character in the first one, and mm-hmm. I guess not really a shout out, but a mention that Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller got fired completely canned so we'll see what happens i i know he's still gonna be in flash because they're done filming and mm-hmm. fantastic beast 3 because they're obviously done filming it's releasing friday i mean he's totally going through something right now yeah Hope he gets better def- yeah but seriously. right now we just like can't fail to mention the fact that yeah i mean he that won't, guy he won't be flash anymore it's, it was like, like we were watching this film these films right as like all of this was coming out and we're like looking at like man it's hard to believe that like he's a little off the rails right now yeah really he's a good actor he is a good actor, and it's it's upsetting because I mean he, I because now I'm like, where does that leave us mm-hmm. with Flash? How's yeah. that movie going to end? How are they going to fix that? Because they very clearly said he's not going to be in future projects. Yeah. Bring in Grant Gustin, bring in Grant Gustin, bro. Get, get give him to me. I'd like to see it. No, Grant Gustin is a terrible actor, and he's made for TV. Don't say no, that. Oh, don't say that. You're, that's just a little. No. Fanboy that's just a little fanboy talking about like. Oh, the Flash show is so good, season one and two. Oh my god! It is. Cast someone new. <laughs> I'll be the Flash. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm the fastest. This is my audition. I'm the fastest man alive. No, no. You want to get? You want to give me the part? I don't think so. Come on. <laughs> Fuck you. Whatever. Uh, uh, but um, for Fantastic Beasts one, uh, I do you want to do scores, or you got a little more to say? Oh yeah, I have a score. Uh, Fantastic Beasts one is about a seven point nine out of ten for me. I gave it an eight point one. Yeah. yeah, right in that range, a little range. It got to an adequate spot for me. It really did. Number two, though, is like a five point one. I gave it a five point one too. It's a I five point one. Oh, it just, uh, yeah, it. It does not excel. It was it's bad. Just, I'm it's sorry. just, it's just like, if you were to just take the name Harry Potter, like the Harry Potter IP off of yeah. this, it'd be like a weird wizard movie. That's what it, I, there's not. There's nothing particularly special about it. Yeah, and it's overcrowded and not exactly well written. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I absolutely agree. It, it just. Honestly, it's what I felt like the first Fantastic. There's Beast at was one point be. in that film, there is a group of like nine people in a room, uh-huh. and they have to. The way it's written is that they have to explain it in the way of flashback of the story of this one guy. I think it's of credence of yeah. like where he came from. You're like, so they just have too many people that are too involved in the story that they just have to group them all into one room <laughs> and tell them what 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 is supposed to happen. <laughs> That's that's the way it was written. Yeah, that's definitely one of the like, things okay. that pisses me off about movies. That like, which is why Infinity War on this last rewatch wasn't as good to me. Was like, stop I, explaining this shit to me, bro. Like, just let me watch yeah, it. Like, exactly. God. Exactly. Well, very excited for the next one. Yeah, I, I am. Let's see I, if they can finish on a above average note. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because right now they're sitting at just like. Average, like like a six average, average for us. Average to mediocre-ish, to yeah. be honest. So um, if they can get like an eight or above, they can f- finish above average for me. Certainly. Well, all right, let's move into Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, yeah. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. I didn't see the second one. <laughs> well, that wasn't going to be my disclaimer, but oh, okay, it mind. is worth noting. But yeah, I I have never really played Sonic games that much. Really? No. I so, love Sonic games. Uh, I, I will say first note is that like for these two movies, not really playing Sonic games and Sonic being not as important of a character to me, mm-hmm. it was still really enjoyable. 
It's so I, funny to I, think I about like where I was missing context. Where the character came from in terms of movie, where like you remember where it came out, and everyone was like, "That is the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> yeah. And it was then, the promos, yeah, and, stuff, and, and they they're like, like they "Okay, we're so delaying bad. it like three months so we can fix it." <laughs> and then everyone's like, oh, "Okay, yeah, be, they fixed it though. They fixed it. Hey, they did. He looks it. better. He looks yeah, really good. Way now. way better." Um, but yeah, I mean, this first movie, I guess we can jump into. Uh, some of the acting is obviously like you can tell that it's kind of made for a younger audience. Oh, most definitely. The road trip, like the road trip, like critter guy movie, is like been done before. Oh yeah. So nothing new here exactly. New one just came out. Dog with Channing Tatum. Exactly. (laughs) There's a there's a lot of movies like that. Oh, and the Looney Tunes back in action. Oh my god, yeah. That it's like that type of like live action. That movie's so much fun. I'm gonna watch that later. It's so good. Love you, Brendan (laughs) Fraser. But. What it is is just it's 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 not something that we haven't not seen before. Yeah. But it's something that we haven't seen before in like a good video game movie. That's true. Yeah. Uh, most definitely. Like I I like the chemistry in this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I even like a lot of the human characters. Like just James Marsden, our our main our main guy. Like uh, he just kind of gives up acting towards the end of this movie. To Does me. he? A little bit. Like how? Just... Explain. I mean, he just kind of stops being believable to me. Like, he feels so static, where in the beginning of the movie, he feels so emotional and invested. Like, Mm -hmm. it just seems like he checked out towards the back half of this movie. But that's really my only acting complaint. My my only other complaints are really just kind of, CGI was all right. It was good. It was okay. It was, yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a video game movie. That's true. You want to talk about two? I mean, for one, for me, it's right in that just like, this was better than I expected, and I came in with low hopes. Yeah. So for me, it's like a more of like a six point nine. Yeah, I I gave it a seven point four. Uh, and honestly, the difference in our scores, uh, like it it may just be uh, like I, well, I guess that's not unfair to say, but I gave it a seven point four. I I liked I liked Jim Carrey a lot in this mm-hmm. film. I I we didn't mention that, but he's he's great as Eggman. He's please really don't retire, good. Jim. Please <laughs> keep acting. Uh, and and uh, his a little assistant, his little henchman, <laughs> Doctor Stone. They're funny. It's funny. Like it's a good. It's a funny movie. I, I genuinely laughed a couple times in mm-hmm. this movie. Um, but yeah, a seven point four, and it had a good lead up to the next one. I yeah. was interested to see after that post credit to like, oh, how's Eggman gonna get back? Like, yeah, oh, he's stuck on a planet. Like, you you have to tell. <laughs> all right, Jeremy, you saw the second one. I didn't see the second one. I did because I'm an adult. Um. <laughs> Jeremy w- walked into the theater by himself, said, one ticket for Sonic, please. That's not true. That's I exactly what he did. After hours. Who'd you go with? No one. It was just me. <laughs> <laughs> I got to watch Sonic tonight. I'll stay up till 3 a.m. Well, I mean, when we put it on the watch list, I'm going to find a way to watch it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't have that kind of like strive and effort to watch Sonic 2. No, that's too. fine. So, t- all right. Give us, <laughs> give us like a little uh, like log line review of Sonic 2. And give us your score. This movie is hugely enjoyable. It's it's very, very fun. And it's, I would say, even funnier than the first one. And Knuckles is fantastic in this. I loved Idris Elba. And Tails was a great character, too. Our human characters definitely take a step back. I'm way less invested in their story. Uh, and it's not as connected to Sonic's. Um, but I, I liked this movie a lot. It just kind of... My biggest complaint and the reason it's going to get a 6.7 <gasps> out of me is the green screen I could see about 10 trillion times. It oh, was wow. pretty bad. Like The CGI for the characters is great. Tails looks amazing. Knuckles looks amazing. And uh, so does Sonic. But yeah, I just it, it, at certain points, I'm like, 
Okay, well, you're just on the soundstage, right? Some now. poor visual, <laughs> some poor visual effects really brought it down. Most definitely. Okay, Most I definitely. see. I see what you're saying. All right, but well, hugely enjoyable for the audience that's going to go see it. Nice, really. Take your kids. <laughs> Jeremy's going to be in the theater too. <laughs> Don't say it like that. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Sorry. In in my un- in my universe, we don't have mics. We just. Ben, you've changed. Talk. <laughs> Welcome back to Not Quite Cinema. This is Ben Ecker from a completely different multiverse, one where I am pasty white and about 100 pounds more than, than the previous Ben. Um, Jeremy, uh, uh, right? I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the same in pretty much every universe, though. So, you know, that's just me. This is just another universe, you know. Yeah. Well, Jeremy, we saw a movie last night yeah. that I am extremely excited to talk about okay you want to key key our, our, our listeners in here yes we uh last night we went and saw everything everywhere all at once uh starring uh, most prominently michelle yo um and uh produced by a24 i'm not sure who directed it but um uh yeah just i you can you can start I, <laughs> so much to say about this movie so when i first saw the trailer for this movie last year mm-hmm. i was i was completely skeptical I was I was extremely skeptical just because I thought from a first glance this was going to be a movie that was trying to jump on the bandwagon with almost every other production company and almost every other movie that was coming out where they they yeah. tried to incorporate the multiverse aspect into their movie yeah. and and that is huge huge right now in in cinema certainly um <laughs> with the MCU DC and and now it, it the the sense of dread I got from watching this trailer the first time mm. was that it is permeating into just regular movies. Yeah. Like there, there are movies being made now with the premise, with with the premise that there, it's just a, a a multiverse there. Yeah, yeah. But the more and more that information that started to come out about this movie, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Uh, and the the more reviews that started to come in. I started to get the sense that oh wait no this is legitimate this, <laughs> and so we got a chance to watch it last night yeah and it blew my mind seriously <laughs> one of if not this, this it might stay as my top movie of the year for the rest of the year depending on how things shake out um I literally that, I walked out of the theater and I was like if that doesn't win best picture <laughs> I'm gonna be so upset <laughs> it was. Absolutely incredible. It um, was. If you, Jeremy, if you want to give us a ru- sort of a rundown of of what takes what takes like place in this movie, yeah. yeah. Oh god, it's um, okay. <laughs> so... it, is, it is a lot. <laughs> yeah. It is a lot. Uh, it's a lot, and it can get very confusing. But I promise, if you stay invested, it's worth it, and you can understand it. Um, but it it comes in three parts. This movie we have everything, part two, everywhere, and part three all at once. Um, we it, we kind of center on this. Uh, they're in America, yeah, yeah, Simi Valley. Yeah, I think yeah, it, it, um, there there are multiple parts. Where you... Yeah, we center on an Asian American family, um, immigrants. Like we don't really have a lot of context about why, like, well, not why they're there, but like how they got there uh, until we get deeper into the movie. And eventually, this kind of becomes like a family movie more than anything else. Honestly, like people have been calling it, like the greatest multiverse movie of all time, like. I believe that there there are some fantastic visuals and and some some really good storylines here, but 
Yeah, and I mean, honestly, it feels like a family movie to me. Like it, it centers on the relationship between the mother, the daughter, the daughter, the dad, the dad, the mother, like the father, the daughter. Like it, it really just like it. it the interconnectedness of these relationships is so good. Um, but we kind of just uh, we roll through and roll through. Eventually, <laughs> the dad. <laughs> been getting in the shot there, <laughs> but eventually the dad. Um, eventually the dad kind of like snaps into like a, a a different multiversal uh, version of himself, and he's like, "We're in danger. We're in grave danger. Like you have to, you have to, you have to do this and do this, do this, and so that you can tap into your next self." Like. It's really interesting the way that they inter- introduce the multiverse, and then we get into all these individual stories, pulling skills from other versions of ourselves, and eventually kind of culminates in this. Uh, honestly, I think I said it last night with this kind of generational trauma thing, where it's like, I'm not going to treat my daughter the same way that my dad treated me. Like I'm going to accept her for who she is. Like that's what I really liked about this movie is it, it really came full circle while stemming in so many different directions it's such a simple concept around a simple family that runs a laundromat you have the main character evelyn Mm -hmm. who's sort of down on her luck she her life has not turned out the way that she thought it would enough for nothing we find out that she's the worst version of herself exactly And, and i think um throwing in such a relatable character like evelyn in such a relatable family just a a a normal you know lower middle class family trying yeah. to make it in america most definitely um to date that and completely throw it on its head <laughs> by incorporating just an infinite amount of the same or of different versions of the same family yeah. i thought was just an incredible incredible introspective look at everyday people and the regrets that we have and how those regrets keep us from living the lives that we think we should be living yeah, it, it definitely talks a lot about, like, the possibility of choices. Like, it, it speaks a lot to, like, oh, what if I'd done this? What if I'd done this? What if I'd done this? But, like, we eventually culminate into this, like, notion that's, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, all the possibilities are out there, and we can choose them if we want. But if we don't, whatever, man. Just live your life. That's that's all this movie really tells you to do. Um I, I really, really enjoyed this movie, and I like you said, it it could very possibly remain my favorite movie of the year. Yeah, it eclipsed the Batman for me. I enjoyed this movie more than really? Batman. It did. Or I did, yeah. I, I I mean, I enjoyed them for different reasons, but like still, I, I really I liked this movie a lot. A lot, a lot. Yeah, I I think the, the first two acts of the movie, mm-hmm. hilarious. Absolutely, I mean, <laughs> just jarring at times. The, the different universes that we're introduced to and yeah. the different characters. Jamie Lee Curtis, one of the most absurd characters you will ever see in your life. Seriously, playing playing the IRS agent <laughs> in in a multitude of different ways. Um, I thought she was. I thought everyone kind of pulled their weight. Oh yeah, in this movie, hundred percent, even background characters, especially in the first two acts. But then when you get to the third act, and it sort of what had been a movie that had revolved around all these different universes, kind of focuses on Evelyn and Joy. Evelyn's daughter. Yeah, it really focuses on the emotional core of the that movie. that relationship and how the movie keys in on them mm-hmm. in the third act and in not only one universe but the way that it's able to combine all the different versions of themselves. Seriously, and you you have the one sequence where uh, it's the it's sort of the final showdown mm-hmm. where they're right and are we allowed to spoil? 
in this universe? Oh yeah, spoilers. Okay. Spoilers. We I was I wasn't sure yeah, I wasn't sure how this universe. He's uh, talking about the bagel. Handle hand spoilers. Yeah, they're, they're fighting in front of the bagel, and yeah. you just get just these absolutely beautiful. By the way, the cinematography. Oh yeah, absolutely incredible. I mean, and the, the a, way a that they were able, like, the way that they were able to make transitions, art within itself. A lot of times Seriously. it goes under the radar. This the transitions feel like more. More than more than itself, if that makes sense. It I don't does. know if I'm just it, rambling. It kind of does, yeah. Um, but you have that showdown between them where they are sifting through the different universes yeah. and and having those sorts of conversations about life and whether it's worth it or not. Yeah. It. I. I was just blown away. Honestly, I don't know about you. Like, if you could define one of the multiverse like universes, that's my favorite. Like what? What would you define as your favorite? Like uh, among all the so many versions that we saw, like and it was there was tremendous foreshadowing in this movie too. Like oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I I mean you could see I I thought it was so creative. Um, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis pointing at all the receipts <laughs> for the different write offs that Evelyn has, yeah. and at the same time you realize like oh no, these are just versions versions of herself <laughs> that she wished she could become a chef a, a chef a singer a journalist a singer yeah <laughs> a kung fu a kung master artist, and yeah. actor um i would say my favorite universe was definitely the one where she's a chef really where, yeah. where they where <laughs> the they, they they play off of ratatouille and they make it a raccoon just reference just humor is peak in this movie the reference humor is peak my my favorite is probably the rocks honestly the ro- there's that- literally a scene where they're it's a multiverse or a universe where they're rocks they're just rocks and that's like that that introduces so much like narrative to it but it's like it's just a it's such a great change of pace too because yeah, yeah. before you get to that scene with, with with joy and evelyn just there as, as rocks, rocks. <laughs> You sort of get wrapped up in this in the complexity of all these different human beings interacting with each other. Yeah. And then boom, you're placed into a universe where there is no life. Yeah. You're just a rock and you're hanging out. Yeah. And you're contemplating what it all really means. And I I love that. Yeah. I, just the utter silence. <laughs> I like I like the notion that Joy's been like basically suffering this whole time with like all like knowing everything and being able to switch so effortlessly between the multiversal like versions of herself that it's like crowding her head and that she'll just go to become a rock for the quiet for the quiet of it and then ev- eventually evan's just like no like don't wh- why are you okay with the quiet of it like you're all you're looking at is possibilities you're not because i mean joy just kind of sees it as like look at all these possibilities like what does it matter what i do like uh, all these different versions of myself have lived such wild vast lives like why don't wh- why would i give a shit about any of it like mm-hmm. and it's it's really so good. I I I will agree kind of wholly. Like it's such a drastic change of pace. It feels so profound. Like we are running in this movie up until that point. And after and afterwards, it's oh, it, true. It's just it's just a nice. I just thought it was a great time to take a breather and and realize where you were in the moment. Um, yeah, I I can't say enough great things about how funny this movie is. Yeah, how incredible the action scenes were seriously and um but more more than anything the thing that i'll take away from everything everywhere all at once yeah is how relatable it is how how you take this grand adventure mm-hmm. through different uni- different multiverses mm-hmm. different versions of yourself and how how this movie is able to relate all that to such 
a simple concept that yeah. a lot of people struggle with, yeah. and that's looking forward, looking behind, trying to figure out who you are trying, who you're supposed to be in this world, yeah. instead of just being. Because when you, at the end of the day, when you, when you're focused on all these different versions of who you could have been, yeah, um, like you see in the movie, your your mind is fragmented. You're not really a person at that point, and you start thinking about is it worth it at all? Yeah. And I think this movie is great, great for anyone, you know, anyone who's going through something like that. Yeah. Um, and being able to sort of bring it all back and, and make you realize that, you know, there, there is something worth living for. I guess. Oh, definitely. I guess. And it's like, and again, it's, it's like you said, it's, it's about like, you know, why focus on all these different versions of yourself in your head? Like, yeah, I could have been a doctor. I could have been a lawyer. Like I could have been like a, a pre- I could have been president. But like, who cares? You're you. Like, live your life. Like, do what you want to do. Like, why are you worried about all these different versions of yourself that you chose not to be? Like, just live your life, man. Do you you, you have anything else to say about this movie? Because we, I mean, I could go, I could go on for yeah, seriously about what I thought. But that that I think is all I had to say really about it. Did you have a score you wanted to give? I, I do. Uh, do you want to go first or, or? I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. I give it in this uni- in this multiverse. Do we do out of, out of 10. ten? Out of ten. Nine point seven. I give it a nine point nine. I I yeah. really there was yeah. very little that didn't hit for me in this movie. So so good. So so good. It is it is well worth the watch. Seriously, go see this movie. I I don't think it's been getting a lot of cinema like theater hype. I, I think like Sonic's gonna eclipse it for show times, but. Go see this movie when you can. It is phenomenal. Phenomenal. And we we in all likelihood will see it next year around award time. I'm gonna sure. I I guarantee we better. I'm gonna be real mad if we <laughs> don't. Yeah. Seriously upset. All right, all right. We, oh! we oh. Oh. oh anyway, all right, let's get into um uh everything everywhere all at once. We we just had a whole we did All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right um our, our last thing for the day let's, let's i did i did love every version of the multiverse that was in this movie with the hot dog fingers and all that Great. oh my god super, we didn't super, talk about the hot dog creative. fingers i want to suck on hot dog fingers i hope future employers what do you see mean this. by that <laughs> i don't think I, I don't i don't want future employers yeah to there's literally a universe where michelle Yeoh and jamie lee curtis are lovers and they have hot dog fingers not an exaggeration. That is quite literally what it is. But um, real quick, do you want to you you have a score for uh everything everywhere all at once? Ten. Nice. Ten. Nice. I I cried during the film multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> I cried during the film because yeah. I like you said that generational trauma. Yeah. Man. It, it was it was really good. I I loved the and like. Uh, you know, other Ben said it really well. That it was like the emotional core of this movie is really relatable. Mm-hmm. It really is super good, and it's super overcomplicated. It's not overcomplicated. It's super relatable to us just because of our lives. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> everyone gets that right. <laughs> everyone, mommy issues, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, no, sure. <laughs> so what? What are? What? What's your score for it? I gave it a nine point nine. Where's the one off? Where's the one off? <laughs> That's right. There's no one. To be honest, you're not wrong. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Let me. Let me think for a second. I'm not gonna give it a ten because it's a pussy. 
He's thinking. He's thinking. He's thinking. Thinking. He's thinking. So. Damn. Uh. Yeah. It's really hard to not give this. A, I'm gonna give it a ten. You've <gasps> convinced me. Wow. I. Yo. I we just convinced Jerry to change his fucking Damn. score, dude. My. Oh I was my like my only little complaint. Yeah. Can be like. But I guess not. I mean, I I keep wanting or thinking that Becky is supposed to be more important to the story. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she needs to be. I, mm-hmm. I think she served her purpose where she was. And, like, I wasn't shortchanged by any of the acting in this movie, which is the only other, like... It's the only other category My that mind's I, I really ever feel, like, any kind of shortchanged by in movies the most. is yeah. like, you can guarantee the acting score. I'm going to find an issue there. But, honestly, I don't think I had any issues. No, absolutely not. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Plato was wrong. Let's go, Jerry. 10 out of 10. We did it. That was such a late... Reach for me, bitch. We did it. We did it. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. What else do we have to review? What else do we have uh, to Our last thing is we're, we're just going to wind down with some, some good old Skywalker saga. Oh my God, this some game good is old so Skywalker good. saga. Yeah, I, I... Disclosure, or disclaimer, uh, I have only played episode one so far. Uh-huh. And you I, can't start at episode one. You got to start at four, You're man. not wrong, but I, I do feel like I already have billions of things to do yeah there's so much <laughs> like oh my god i love how open. volume there's, i did not ever expect to see side missions seriously seriously like and like i i go to like jump in the little hover cart on coruscant like when mm-hmm. we're taking uh, amidala to the senate spoilers Damn. all right it's episode one in 1999 if you haven't seen it but um yeah I, I, as soon as we jump in that i see like four different places i can go i'm like it's like, like it's, whoa. it doesn't even feel <laughs> whoa, overwhelming. Dude. I'm like, I want to do all of it. Seriously, it's like <laughs> it, it just draw you, and it's so good. Everyone, go play the Skywalker Saga. Seriously. Buy that. It's, Buy that shit. It looks very, it looks very, very good. I can't wait to get into the rest of it. Mm-hmm. I love the way the game is set up, and I'm gonna be playing more of it wrong, tonight. I don't think we have like a central hub to this. We just no, kind of bounce you just around go. The universe. You just go. There's, there's no like cantina or anything like that. No. And oh my god, the map. I haven't unlocked like. I haven't unlocked probably like I looked at the map and there's like, like 30 sectors and I'm like Seriously? wow <laughs> like insane I, if there's 30 sectors and possibly two or three locations at every sector mm-hmm. Jesus guys I, I I'm glad you delayed it I'm glad you took your time because this this really looks like a oh. phenomenal pro- oh, oh. Be- Ben 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 Yo, can you, can you still talk? Why do I see air quotes? Where are you? Oh my God. That's pretty sick, dude. <laughs> I I gotta be honest. If I had to choose a multiversal version of myself, I mean, did you choose this or did this just kind of happen to you? Yo, no, that's fair. That's valid. You got a lightsaber down there, man? I'm jealous. I'm jealous of that. Yeah. I'm 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 so glad you found somewhere you can be happy, Ben. <laughs> the outro? Yeah, sure. All right, guys. That's uh that's all we've got. We've got time for this week. Um uh, Ben, I guess is going to be lego from now on so (laughs) 
give give us a follow on our socials. We're on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, um, and of course we're streaming on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, um, and uh, Anchor. Uh, but uh, most of all, what? Also Google Podcasts. Um, but yeah, uh, just uh, make sure you check out the link tree and all of those bios. We have everything linked. If you just want like a quick way to get everything, we've got. Uh, ben and I's letterboxes on there. We've got literally all of our links on there. So, um, yeah, this was this is a really fun episode. <laughs> you guys got got lots of reviews here. Um, but uh, looking forward to next week. Uh, we've got Fantastic Beasts three and Moon Knight episode three, um, and maybe some more. So uh, we'll catch you in the in the next one next week. <laughs> <laughs>